This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome. You're listening to Sporty. That's all, folks. You're listening to Sports. Thank you, Mel Blank. Thank you. You're listening to Sports. Econ. What an open! That's a great open there. We're good. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host Edward Brown, along with my co-host Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality, and Vern Glenn from CBS affiliate KPIX TV in San Francisco. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's trivia theme is various baseball questions in honor of our guest coming on in a couple of segments, Chris Giles, the chief operating officer of the Oakland A's. Ought to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We're going to uh, talk a little bit about Antonio Brown going to the Raiders. Yeah, that, that, we, we kind of we saw that coming, didn't we? Yeah, of course. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the, the Raiders are the goes. home for the wayward, but uh, yeah, the I think he'll fit right in. And then uh, – yeah. Hunter Pence playing f- not for the Giants but for the Rangers. Texas Rangers. Holy smokes! For now, for now. Yeah. yeah. What happened? I mean, he was such a love here in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I I had him on with me not too long ago, and he said, hey, you know, Vern, it's a it's it, it's a performance business, yeah. and 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 he admitted he wasn't putting up the numbers. Yeah. What but is he? Thirty four yeah. years old, Vern. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, thirty four is is kind of like right at the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when you yeah. get to the edge, boy, you, you one of two ways: you yeah. either go down or or keep on performing. It happens performing. to the best of them. You know, the great thing, great thing about uh, this is that he's back in his hometown. He grew up in Dallas. That's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you wonder if a guy doesn't have a good year, and you say, okay, it was performance based. Why would the Rangers pick him up? Unless well, they got they nothing need... to lose. I mean, well, it was a minor league contract yeah. that they signed him to. It's yeah. not like it was a, a big league contract. Half, oh, was that oh, half, half a million or something today? Yeah. yeah. Something and then maybe he'll just be a designated hitter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's still got, you know. Well, they're playing one more year in that stadium down there, and then they move into the new place. And he says he's so excited because when he was a kid, he hung out at that stadium. It was just being built. And now, you know, after 27 years or whatever it's been, they're tearing it down and building a new one. There you go. Mm. That, that shows us old folks here. Yeah. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. This
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Hey, it's Mom. Somebody forgot to thaw the chicken, so meet us at Chili's for 3 for 10. Oh, and congratulate your sister on her report card. It's not great, but this time she didn't try to hide it from us. Oh, and remember, tonight's your dad's goatee intervention. Love you. See you at Chili's. Come in now for Chili's 3 for 10. Starter, entree, and drink for just $10. With entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers and for a limited time, our mouth-watering sirloin steak topped with garlic butter. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating locations only. We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before spring and summer, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, they worry about overpaying for their home projects. And how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. Home Advisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. Home Advisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read the reviews, request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. Home Advisor makes it so easy. Don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits. So to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app, homeadvisor.com. Luck is on your side during Aaron's lucky days because just $1 gets you started leasing to own a Philips 75-inch TV, a beautiful living room set, a high-end GE washer and dryer, and more. It's really easy with no credit needed, stress-free approvals, and free delivery and setup. From March 11th through the 17th, visit a participating store or aarons.com and get started with just $1 during Aaron's lucky days. Most stores open on Sundays. Transaction advertises a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. MyBookie has been in business for years, and the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. Visit MyBookie.ag and deposit with promo code COLLEGE for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code COLLEGE. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Hey, I didn't uh, fumpa on my words on that one. Not that, huh? Okay. You've um, had your cup of coffee, so you're ready to That's roll. right. I'm yeah. a zing zing. Your mocha. My mocha. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm in the zone. You're right? in the zone. <laughs> yes, he's there. Vern's already had his cup, so he's ready. I to have, go. yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So before we get into baseball, because Chris will join us uh, in the next segment. Uh, talk a little football. Antonio Brown going to the Raiders. Best receiver in football to the Raiders. I love it. I, did you see, by the way, did you, either of you guys see the interview he did on ESPN this last week? I don't need football. Yeah. I you know, I, it was interesting. I mean, he sounded kind of like the spoiled athlete, but I understand where he's coming from. You know, this guy's from the rough, roughest part of Miami. And, you know, he's done everything that a football player could do. I think he had a little problem with Ben Roethlisberger and also with his head coach, Mike Tomlin. And 
from what I understand, when when management referred to the team as a bunch of kids. That's right. The general manager said that. That's what yeah. set Antonio yeah. Brown off. You know, I, no, I'm a man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, no, I, I understand yeah. that. So, I do. I do. I mean, you, you, he, he was saying Ben Roethlisberger's yeah. got to deal with a bunch of kids. That's just not a real smart thing to do. In this now, the Steelers, will, the, the, the Steeler Nation, if you call it, they they will say, good riddance, yeah. It, yeah, it, sure. enjoy the honeymoon period because it will, it will wear off yeah. because they – they're used to his behavior, sometimes immature. Yep. I mean, there there have been incidents oh, yeah. throughout his nine years in Pittsburgh. But, I mean, as John Gruden said to us maybe a couple months ago or so, he's never seen anybody work harder in practice than Antonio Brown. And you remember Andre Risen came to the Raiders oh, yeah. with the reputation. And Andre Risen, you know, didn't have great and years. And he worked hard in practice. He, he worked yeah. hard in practice, and he was very productive for the Raiders. So, hey, you know, if the Raiders the Raiders are kind of the home for the wayward, and Gruden <laughs> loves to massage these guys. So if anybody can get the most out of Antonio Brown, it's John Gruden. Well, he said he's, he's been posted. He's been all over Twitter. Just, uh, just, just messages to Derek Carr. He's ready to go. Oh. And, 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 and he's yeah, – Say what you want about Amari Cooper, great talent that he is. We just had to wait for him to play for the Cowboys to yeah, see it. Yeah. But 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 this this here's a proven guy, Hall Hall of Fame written all over. Oh, yeah. almost 900 receptions, over 11,000 yards, 70 some odd touchdowns in his career, and and a guy that can stretch the field. I mean, it's going to be fun. Seeing him run routes at the Coliseum. Carr is going to love playing with this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when he said he didn't need football, was he thinking uh, financially because he's already got oh, – he's yeah. already set? I think that's part of it. And also, he's – what is he, 32? We're not 31? 31 years old. 31 years old. He's, he's played a couple, yeah. couple of good but years left he, in him. You think he's been playing competitive football since, what, 14? So 17 years since high school? And you would think when, when he said, I don't really need football, you would think that would devalue some of his deal. But, but look, yeah. what he's, look what he's getting. He's getting, he's getting $30 million guaranteed. He's going to get three, yeah. you know, fifty mil over what three years? He's he's he, he was able to parlay the seventeen million a year he was getting from the Steelers to make even more money as a Raider. As a Raider. So, uh, what does that uh, tell other players who are sort of teetering on the same sort of idea? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's all give and take, Edward. You know, yeah, yeah. he's he's playing he's playing in California, so now there's going to be California taxes. They're going to kind of. Hey, here's Fleece, a, well, that, that's, some of that paycheck. That, that's part of it. Yeah. You mentioned he's playing in California. I mean, the Raiders are going to play in Oakland in all probability. But have you been following this this on again, off again nonsense that's been going on between the Raiders and the Oakland Coliseum? And well, I'm just glad that the two are, are are learning how to be in bed together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it, it, at least that's yeah. It, it, it's happening. They're going to play in. Oakland next year. They will. And the next if the new stadium in Vegas it, is not ready. And it probably won't be ready. Yeah. Uh, they want to they want to have it in perfect shape. Yeah. They want to they want to roll it out like it's They, they should. They should yeah. they come out with Fine for me cuz yeah. I love the travel cuz I travel with the Raiders because yeah. we at Channel 5 KPAX we we have the Raider games. Are you going to carry No, well this is you're looking ahead. We don't know, but I mean when they're Las Vegas will you guys continue to carry them? I believe we will because the interest will be there. I mean the fan base will still a lot of them will still be here, yeah. so I, I I can't imagine us just not that's so having weird. the Raider, and I bet you Sacramento will have the Raider games too. Yeah, yeah I, I bet you I bet you up and down the California coastline, the CBS affiliates will carry probably. the Raider games. Yeah, because a lot of uh, 
Raider fans wouldn't just say, well, we'll just stick with the 49ers. Oh, there, there's a, there's no. a separation between oh, those two. Oh, my God, there is. <laughs> there is. I mean, I grew up here, went to a lot of games uh, on both sides of the bay and covered both sides of the bay, and there is a, a huge – when the Raiders were gone for those 13 yeah. years, you think about it, that was the height of the Niners dynasty. And, yet, and, yes, there were a lot of Raider fans that would not follow the 49ers, but there were a lot more that grew up that were young kids – didn't knew nothing but the 49ers, and they became 49ers sure. fans, and they're now in their 40s. So let me ask you, for baseball, do the Angels and Dodgers have that same sort of, like, you got to be one or the other? I don't think so. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't, don't sense no. that either. Well, I think, yeah, I think that market's kind of blasé when it comes to that. I mean, deep-rooted hatred. So, so when that, you go to, well, I know when you go to New York, yeah, the Mets, it, Mets yeah. versus Yankees, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. what about, like, you know, the Bills and the Jets? Are well, that's really upstate in, New York. Yeah. That's, yeah. you got to remember Oakland and San Francisco are just, Six seven miles away from each other, you know. Yeah, yeah but I, one's in one league, one's in the other. Right. Well, but it's a, at the same time, you know, in the NFL, I think it's a little different. I mean, the 49ers and Raiders for years, from 1967 <laughs> to 2000, and oh god, about 2002, every year one of those teams was in the playoffs, virtually, and most of the t- half the time, both of them were in the playoffs. They played in eight Super Bowls collectively. Yeah, and I can remember when I worked in or Baltimore, yeah. the Colts had not been gone very long, and yeah. we did not do. Hardly anything with the Washington Redskins, yeah. and that's yeah. forty minutes away from Baltimore. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, did I hear that? Except for uh, the last you know couple of years, the Raiders hadn't been in the playoffs since two thousand one, since the Tuck two thousand and two or uh, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. that Super Bowl. Yeah, Super that was Bowl. it. Yeah. Well, they'd been to one time in two, in twenty sixteen, and they got blown out yeah. in the first round because Carr, you know, broke, broke broke his, his leg. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. can you imagine that going that long as a drought? And you're, that's, I can't imagine just, that. Just, ask, just Cleveland. Ask, yeah. ask any Warrior fan that followed oh, that team in the yeah. 1990s. Ooh. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll tell you about a drought. Jeez, that was awful. Yeah. That was awful. I know. It's funny. I, when I used to watch some of the games, mostly on TV, I kept thinking, okay, how are they going to lose this one? You know? Well, how many, you know how many coaches they ran through? 11 coaches in 16 years. You know how many players came and went? I mean, but you know who was there the whole time? Good old Chris Cohen, worst owner in Bay Area yeah. sports history. Sorry, Chris, you're a nice guy, but you didn't know how to run a franchise. I yeah, but it, it, well, 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 well. He knew how to market the team. He knew how he, he yeah. and he knew how to make money because oh, by yeah. the time by the time he sold it, oh yeah. But he they're worth they're worth ten coin. times they're worth five times what he bought it what he sold it for. But you're right, he he sold it for ten times what he bought it for. Too. Yeah, but how long did he own it? Sixteen years. So sixteen years making and it, and it t- he made ten times on and they, money and they averaged, okay that's pretty good they averaged yeah. during those sixteen years they averaged about thirteen thousand a game with a crappy team they only went to the playoffs one time in two, in two thousand and seven when Don Nelson put that we believe team yeah. with Stephen Jackson and mm-hmm. Baron Davis and Monte Ellis but I guess together. still yeah that's the thing is even if they lose if they, if you have exciting players you know then kind of yeah. can carry it for a while I, you know I hate to say this I'm really wondering if the if they're going to even get out of the Western Finals this year the way they're playing. I mean, they lost to Phoenix the other night at home to the Phoenix Suns. Now, the Phoenix Suns were playing well, but my gosh, you don't blow a double-digit lead to the Phoenix Suns on your home. I, I think when court. it gets yeah, to, but don't to, you to, think? Don't you think that, 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 that's, time, that's right? an anomaly? Don't yeah. you? I, mean, I hope on. so. Yeah, I think I mean, when it gets I mean, to the playoffs, but, they, it's but they've be total. lost. They've lost uh, coming into that game. They had beaten Denver in the previous game, but they they got embarrassed by the Celtics by thirty-three. They got blown out by Houston by twenty. I mean, they've lost some. They don't have a deep bench this year. Don't you think, but don't you think Clay Thompson had a point when he spoke to us the other day and said, hey, look, I mean, we're, we're getting everybody's best. 
Oh, every no night. question. No question. We, can, we just cannot Absolutely. match that energy Absolutely. every single night yeah. and turn it on. Yeah. And this Absolutely. is not this is not CYO. This is not yeah. high school. Yeah. I mean, and, a bunch of professionals here. And once no. you get to the playoffs, it's like there's only so many games left. You, you put everything yeah, in. Yeah, right. I'm just concerned yeah, about their bench. I, I'm not seeing a lot from their bench. Iguodala's yeah. getting old. Sean Livingston's getting old. And the guys like... You know, Cook and and Bell are just not there. Well, they haven't had a lot. Andrew yeah. Bogut will help out. I don't know how much help he'll be. Name me uh, a team before we go to break. Yeah. Name me a team outside of the Houston Rockets that can beat these guys four times yeah. in a seven-game that's, series. That's, that's, a that's a good question. Okay. Here we yeah. go. Uh, talking baseball here. Who is the only player since 1900 to collect 14 hits over three consecutive games? You, you'll you'll know Four, the player. Fourteen hits in three games. In three, yeah, over three consecutive games, he had fourteen hits. Whoa. Fourteen hits in three games. Yeah, there's wow. only one one player. All right, one player. Wow. stay with us. You're listening to Spar- Sports Econ One on One. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico. How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Our first trivia question was, who is the only player since 1900 to collect 14 hits over three consecutive games? Mm. And it's a well-known... Oh, no. Relatively recent? No, uh, 1995. Oh, okay. Uh, Come on. Luis, Luis Gonzalez of the Diamondbacks? No. Mm. You got me. I'm oh, stuck. you had it. Mike Benjamin. Why, it was Mike Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, for the Giants. You know, yeah. who, whose lifetime average was about 215. He, wow. got, he got them all in those three days. The nickname of him was Mike Banjo Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, okay. we got Chris Giles, COO of the Oakland A's. And here's Bright the guy. guy. Yeah, Chris Giles, this guy is batting a thousand. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, is this guy is uh, you know in charge of a of an organization right now that is really on the rise. And you know, it's funny here in the Bay Area, we don't talk a lot about the Oakland A's because the Giants are such a big deal. But I'm telling you right now, the A's once again should be in the playoffs. If not a playoff team, they're going to be challenging. And Chris, I got to ask you. We've got to introduce you first. Chris went to school. He's uh, at Fresno State, then at the Haas School of Business in Berkeley. How did you get involved with the Oakland A's, Chris? Because you were a business major. Were you always a sports guy? Uh, always a sports fan, and, and obviously played sports growing up. Um, actually, spent the first part of my career doing investment banking in New York, uh, and then after business school, I've really been uh, in sports ever since. Uh, the short answer to your question was uh, Dave Cavill and I actually did a joint venture together uh, when I was at the 49ers and he was at the Earthquake. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're heavily involved in uh, getting Levi's Stadium going, right? That's right. Yeah. Great time. Hey, 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 settle this. Speaking of Levi's Stadium, I, I don't know if this is urban legend or not, but when, when, when the stadium was built, was the original idea for the team to come out of the – out of their their, their 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 locker room, and and then pour out on the sunny side of the field, <laughs> and then Harbaugh found out and went, no no, we're going to be on the shade side of the field and make the opponent stand in the sun. True. Uh, there was uh, there was conversations about where the sun was relative to the team. I'll leave it at that. Sounds like somebody who went to law school. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, you know, one thing Chris has done is he has helped to pioneer a ticket program which has been very popular with A's fans. The A's are always looking to build a fan base, you know, with players coming and going and the organization not getting a lot, you know, having not big high profile guys, but good young players. It's hard for the fans to kind of to glom onto these guys. And yet at the same time, the A's have a very reasonable uh, price range for tickets. And, Chris, I guess you kind of had to come up with this idea out of necessity. Tell us a little bit about how you've developed this plan and what it it amounts to, because it sounds as if you've really turned a lot of the people on in the East Bay who want to, you know, have an affordable afternoon for their family. Yeah, I mean, it really comes out of two, you know, insights that we had. One is that uh, fan preferences are not they're dramatically changing. When you look at fans, um, you know, less than 35 or so, you start to see things like, hey, you know, the seat is not the center of my universe. I want to be in social settings. I want to make my decisions, you know, the day of, that sort of thing. Whereas, you know, some of our more traditional fans, the whole 
value proposition of their membership for years and years in their key location and the consistency of their experience. So that was really kind of insight one is how can we build a program that is conducive to a flexible, more social experience, uh, but still allows our core fan base to have the experience that they've enjoyed over the years. Um, and the second insight was that, you know, fixed capacity business models are challenging. I mean, you see, you know, sports and hotels and airlines all kind of being taken over by third-party marketplaces, which end up controlling a lot of the, you know, customer relationships. They've got to run these big, expensive loyalty programs to keep uh, their customer retention rates high. Plus, you see other business models where capacity is much more flexible, which, you know, a lot of these kind of more social experiences allow us to, you know, have a flexible capacity. Like a gym membership or a country club or even some software companies, uh, where the programs are really driven by membership and there's not um, you know, the need for third-party marketplaces or loyalty programs. Um, the, you know, the actual entity has a direct relationship and, and has a, a much stickier relationship with their customers. Which brings us to my follow-up question because of, of, of the innovative ideas that you have to bring the crowd into the Coliseum, I love the idea of the treehouse. How did that idea come? That, you've been there, Bruce? I mean, yeah, no, I, you better, you better explain that to the Yeah, fans. explain to the fans the, what the treehouse is tree all about house, real quick. The treehouse, and, 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 and Mr. Giles can expand on it a little bit more. Treehouse is, a, is, is an area in deep left center, and, and it's an area where I believe a lot of the walk-up can come and just pay a fee to get in there. It's like, it's like being in a club with a bar, and you can watch the game from there. But it, it, it's, it's a great... Experience because it's like being in a sports bar because there's monitors everywhere. It's it's it's, it's awesome. And don't I have the right idea, Chris? That's it. I mean, the the, the insights from that came from a, a market research study, which really kind of sparked a lot of this kind of thought process around how do we evolve our business model. And and the treehouse was really a test. Hey, if we can take an area of the ballpark that is traditionally a very low price, very low sell through seat, take the out and create a much more social experience. Um, it's a great idea. It would be successful. Um, and that test case was extremely successful, and, and it really was the first day uh, of last season when I walked in there and saw about 5,000 fans in there. Uh, <laughs> it was really kind of a spark for, hey, we should get our team together and start working on uh, a more broad-reaching business model uh, that addresses this kind of growing fan need for these social experiences. And how did you promote it? Uh, Chris, how did you, how did you yeah. promote the treehouse? Um, well, we started with just a, um, a really kind of low-priced subscription model. Um, we, we launched the treehouse pass last year, which was a one kind of monthly fee, and you can come to the treehouse as much or as little as you'd like. Uh, your access is limited to the treehouse and the surrounding areas. There's about thousand general business up there next to the treehouse and this year we're actually opening um an area we're calling the stopping ground which is uh a similar area you know from a physical standpoint but rather being rather than being filled with bars and you know drink rails it's filled with a bunch of kids friendly and family friendly attractions and eating products it's safe to say there'll be an appearance by stomper the mascot <laughs> at the stomper's ground correct yeah, exactly. <laughs> Explain what the mascot looks like. Oh, he's a uh, a beautiful plush 
gray elephant. That's right. Big gray elephant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're having a little problem with with the phone there, Chris. It's uh, it's kind of coming in and out, but uh, we're 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 enjoying having a chance to talk yeah. to Chris Giles because I think. Again, there are a lot of teams that are sort of following the model of the A's since you guys have to do this out of necessity to get fans, but it sounds as if a lot of the other teams are taking up some of the ideas that you come up with. Uh, is that true? Because you, you're in touch with a lot of your brethren and the other teams. Especially in a copycat business. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we've had lots of conversations. We've seen you know, some other companies roll out um, kind of early iterations of the product after our conversation. Um, but I think the biggest thing that you know, I, I end up talking with teams about over and over is this is not about price. This is about value. And the distinction there is, I'll give you an example. Um, we sell a ten uh, a ten game reserve seat and seventy one game you know general admission access pass for five hundred dollars. Um, that is significantly over you know just the ticket price for the ten games. We're really positioning this as as a membership. So if you think about it from our perspective. We're taking 10 games of inventory off the table and and basically monetizing that inventory um, a little over two times what we would get if we just sold the tickets as a standalone. And so we're really selling access, which is a high-value addition to a set of tickets, to our fans, which is not only good for them, but it's a great business model for us. Wow. I'm just curious, Chris. When you open up the spreadsheet... And you show the owner John Fisher. Hey, look at that! Look at that number all the way on the right-hand column. How many? How many victory laps do you actually do? <laughs> uh, it's still early. We actually yeah. haven't played a game in, under this model, so I try to. Uh, yeah, but you know, you know how it is. It's like once the game is over, those unsold tickets are worthless. So you got to put as much you know income per day yeah. per seat as yeah. you can. Like you said, if you weren't selling too much in in the the center left center field anyway, take it out and do something different. And, with what, it. and what helps, I think, Chris's uh, cause also is the fact that Bob Melvin, your manager, and you know Billy Bean and David Forrest have put together some pretty good teams these last couple of years. They've been fun to watch. I mean, Vernon and I have been out covering the A's the last few years, and it's especially last year, this was a very good team. I mean, if this team hadn't had to play a wild-card game in New York, they might have gone into the uh, American League Championship Series. So that doesn't hurt. Oh, well, it does more than doesn't hurt. It's uh, it's a turbocharger to anything we do. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, can you stay with us uh, one more segment? We're just going to cut to a commercial break. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. All right, second trivia question, because our, our last trivia question has to do with the A's. So we're going to go to the second trivia question here, okay. which is, in 1965, which Reds pitcher threw 10 innings of no-hit baseball only to lose one to nothing in 11 innings mm. to the Mets? And, by the way, he struck out 18 batters what and walked again? only one. 1965. 1965. Oh. All right? And uh, he, he struck out 18 oh, batters. I got that one. Uh, really? Okay. Oh. Oh, wow. Pretty good. Chris, I was 13 years old. I was a yeah. huge fan of the sure. major leagues. Back so in so he struck out 18, walked only yeah. one, and he faced only one over the minimum. This right? guy, by the way, this guy is from Chris's neck of the woods. Chris grew up in Clovis. This guy, I believe, grew up in... Fresno okay, or and if Chris, around? if you know the answer, don't say anything yet because okay. we'll answer yeah. it on the way back. I'm here. pretty sure. I'm pretty right. sure. We're going to cut right. back. We're going to cut to another commercial break. When we come back, uh, we have Chris Giles still on the phone, for, uh, Chief Operating Officer of the Oakland A's. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101.
Hey, Sports Econ 101 listeners, I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. MyBookie has been in business for years, and the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. Visit MyBookie.ag and deposit with promo code COLLEGE for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code COLLEGE. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Luck is on your side during Aaron's Lucky Days. Because just $1 gets you started leasing to own a Philips 75-inch TV, a beautiful living room set, a high-end GE washer and dryer, and more. It's really easy. With no credit needed, stress-free approvals, and free delivery and setup. From March 11th through the 17th, visit a participating store or aarons.com and get started with just $1 during Aaron's Lucky Days. Most stores open on Sundays. Transaction advertises a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. For years, they said that it could lead to madness. They relegated it to dark rooms and back alleys. They shamed those who grew it. They did a stop and frisk on anyone they thought might have it. But now a completely new era has begun because of it. The new normal is here. This month, millions have witnessed its arrival. Have you? Brought to life in a short film that runs only two minutes long, the new normal seeks to leave behind 80 years of unjust prohibition in favor of a safer, happier world. It reveals a product that once drove good people to the black market as one that today is creating a new global market. In this new era, a plant that was viewed with fear now represents a source of common wellness. From this day forward, what inspired the symbol of counterculture is at long last just culture. The new normal has arrived to your city, to your neighborhood, to the inside of your living room. Watch it now. Experience the new normal at MedMen.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan, Vern Glenn, and our special guest, Chris Giles, the Chief Operating Officer of the Oakland A's. Second trivia question. In 1965, which Reds pitcher threw 10 innings of no-hit baseball only to lose one to nothing in 11 innings to the Mets? That was Jim Maloney. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is terrible. He, he was a good pitcher. Jim Maloney was a terrific Big pitcher. Big Bruce. He, no hesitation. No, no, but, but he also grew up in the Valley. I think it was I didn't in Stockton know or Fresno. And You know, Chris, our guest, Chris Giles from the A's, is from, you're from Clovis, Chris? A little town just south of, uh, near Fresno, I should say, right? That's correct. It's just east of Fresno. Yeah, yeah. Bad right. Clovis is the host of the California State Swim and Diving Championship. And there's a reason why you know that. Well, well. <laughs> kids are the uh, Chris. Just in case you didn't know, Vern's kids are really into swimming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, go ahead. You wanted to? High school sports in Clovis, California is uh, 
uh, an insane thing. I grew up thinking that high school sports were that big everywhere, only to be grossly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you come out here to the Bay Area, and yeah, you know, it's a big deal for those parents that are involved. But for the general population, I mean, they're they're keep, keeping a closer watch on our pro teams, and major college. Bruce, teams. you wanted to ask a question about uh, comparing the football. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Chris was talking about the difference between how you gear your product and, and you know, the marketing strategies and everything. The NFL is much different. I mean, the NFL, you only have ten games to sell, and it's it's kind of an event. You have to sell eighty two or eighty one games. I mean, so it's it's a it's a whole different ball game, you know. <laughs> Literally, isn't it, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I mean, point. the way that I used to talk about the uh, 49ers games is we're selling, you know, eight single-day vacations. Uh, and that's a very different approach than, you know, selling, you know, 81 games. And I think as a practical matter, um, there's really no one out there who can go to 81 games. I mean, and so really thinking about, you know, what is the right business model for 81 games uh, I think we're going to ultimately end up in a very different place than what would be an ideal business model for the NFL. Uh, Bruce would be the only person I would vote for who would uh, go to eighty-one games. Actually, games. I, have, I have had seasons where I've covered eighty-one games. Believe wow, it or not, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. back wow. in the eighties with the Giants and the A's. You know, back in uh, <laughs> like eighty-six through about ninety-two. Ugh. Yeah, now, now Chris is about to take his product international. Am I right? right. You're, you're, yeah. you're about to liberal use of that passport as, as the A's open up in Japan. Correct. That's right. We're actually uh, headed to Mesa tomorrow, and then uh, on Thursday uh, about noon, we head to Japan from uh, the Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport there. You know, Chris, let me ask you, because in the old days, like Babe Ruth's time, they did the barnstorming to kind of, you know, bring it overseas. Um, You know, baseball in Japan is already huge. Uh, What's the reason that they're doing it this year? Well, it's it's a series that the league has done for quite a number of years now, and it's it's really an honor for us to get to participate in it um, and really to provide increased exposure for our brand um, and the broader kind of Major League Baseball brand uh, to the baseball fans. Hmm. And also, you got to remember, Ichiro is back for one yeah. more year with uh, Seattle, Seattle, and he's yeah. maybe the most popular player next to Sadahiro to ever come oh, yeah. out of Japan, yeah. and he's had an incredible career in Seattle, arriving at the age, I think he's 28 or 29 when he got here. He's probably headed to the Hall of Fame. Oh, sure. So he's going to yeah. be playing, and I would think the Mariners will probably have him in the lineup at least for one of those games, huh? Probably. So, have you ever talked to him, by the way, uh, uh, Vernon? Uh, Ichiro? Yeah, yeah, because he's very soft spoken. Only, only through an interpreter. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He speaks English, but he he prefer to do it through an interpreter because he doesn't want to be misunderstood. So, huh. but the Japanese players, you know, we're seeing more and more of them come to the United States, and there's some good ones. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Did they? These, do they have any? Um, do you guys Japanese? have any, any any Japanese players in the minor leagues at all, Chris? Or is it because uh, I, I know you guys you have a lot of good Latin players. This kid Luriano, the center fielder, has got an amazing arm. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you know anything about your minor league system in terms of, of some of the kids that we might be seeing in the next? Because the A's do bring up a lot of young players. Yeah, I'm fairly familiar with it. I'm not sure if we have any um, kind of standout Japanese players, but. Um, yeah, Loriano's going to be special. We've got you know a, a whole crop of guys that are sitting down watching yesterday, actually. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing about the A's. You know, just just young, hungry guys yeah. given opportunity at the big league level, yeah. and, uh, and 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 they prosper. And hopefully, with the new ballpark, the A's will be able to have these guys around yeah. long term instead of uh, you know. It'd be nice being, not being, to keep trading, trading away. Yeah, 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 at its highest value. What, yeah. By the way, Chris, what is, I mean, 
we know, Vern and I and, and Edward kind of know what's going on with the ballpark. And right now, it's there is no ballpark, and there's no, you know, there are some plans maybe for a ballpark, but it's it's a long term thing. What what's the feeling like? You guys are going to be at the Coliseum, and, and in fact, you're going to be the only pro sports franchise in the East Bay for a number of years. So, what's the deal going to be? Yeah. For you guys in the interim, until this new ballpark is built, you're going to have to be playing in the Oakland Coliseum. What's uh, how do you how do you maximize the fan interest there? Yeah, we continue to invest in the Coliseum this year. You know, we've got that family area that I talked about. We're also uh, we're using it as a really kind of a petri dish to try all the things that we're contemplating building in the new ballparks and the things we're actually designing in the new ballpark. We've got um, three or four new seating products that we're rolling out this year. We're going to have uh, lounge seats, which are basically like a, a big kind of living room style seat in uh, section 113. Uh, we're doing uh, terrace tables, which are uh, half round kind of high top tables with um, uh, in-seat service in section 121. Uh, we're building some outdoor kind of theater boxes, which are very similar to a, you know, a suite without a, uh, without a full enclosure. They're kind of outdoor kind of patio suites. Uh, and then we've got some really cool group areas. Uh, that are modeled after the treehouse for really large groups out um, in left and right field. You know, I think it's a and they're one of my favorites. You got to keep the taco trucks coming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man! That, 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 what what a huge hit up in the horseshoe. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's really really smart because it, it in the Bay Area there are so many other things people can do you know and soccer's become big and lacrosse and all that that it's like you got to do something for the fans who are not as, as hardcore. I mean, when I was a kid, you just sat in the seat, watched double headers, no problem. You know, now it seems like you know your attention gets so sporadic. That well, it's the, can, it's, it's the fringe fan, right? Right, yeah, Chris. I mean, fringe, that, the, yeah. the fringe fan. Yeah. That's that. Those are the ones that that that, that have the money. And those, yeah. and those are the ones that you got to get, right? Well, and we're also finding, too, that um, if you're willing to cater to those fans, um, their level of engagement increases dramatically once yeah. you are able to drive trial. Um, and so it's not that, you know, you're admitting that your product is going to be, you know, viewed by fans that are somewhat apathetic. It's really a customer acquisition strategy. Mm. That's important. I mean, uh, let's face it, in this day and age with the high salaries that players are and the high costs of travel and all the other operating costs, you have to, you know, you have to get good crowds in your, in your facility. I mean, if you don't, you're not going to make it. And I know that that's the biggest challenge the A's have faced since they've been here. The only time really the A's ever were that successful in terms of crowd uh, numbers of people showing up on a regular basis for a prolonged period was in the late 80s, the 80s with those yeah. great teams that were in. Oh, with three, the Bash Brothers. With yeah. the Bash Brothers yep. and Dave Stewart and Ricky Henderson, you know, that went to three consecutive World Series. So you gotta, you got to maximize that. And I, I would think that kind of keeps you keeps you hopping, huh? Because, I mean, that's that's your bailiwick, so to speak. That's that's what that's where you excel uh, is, is in that area, right, Chris? Yeah, we've got, um, I mean, with the team, that, you know, the on-field performance and the excitement around the team along with, um, the, the much more kind of flexible access model. You know, we're up, you know, we announced that we were up 7,000 uh, season ticket members, uh, and we're pacing a few hundred a week. I mean, we're, we're now kind of 8,000 members hmm. uh, new for this season. So re- really everything that we're doing is just uh, about revitalizing the A's fan base. It's, it's such a beautiful, rich history that this team has. Uh, and I think with all of the conversations around San Jose and Fremont, um, you know, the, the fan base, you know, has deteriorated a little bit, and it's really kind of Dave Cavill and my, you know, 
mission, per se, uh, to revitalize those folks. Yeah, you should mention, too, that the A's have been here 10 years less than the Giants and yet have won, I think, about eight more I've been in about eight more postseasons, so the level of of, uh, of competition and the level of excellence has been there. It's just a matter of, of keeping the fan interest. And that's yeah, always always said, what, you've always said it, they're the best team nobody knows. Well, they are. I mean, yeah. you think about it. They've won nine World Championships, four in Philadelphia, five here in the East Bay. They've been in the World Series six times or five times or whatever it's been here in the Bay Area, six times. That's more than the Giants have been in terms of winning. So, uh, you know, the Giants – and I'm a, I grew up a Giant fan, Chris. I'm sure you did – Maybe you did you grow up a Giant fan or were you an A's fan or did you follow baseball as a kid or a Dodger fan or a Dodger fan? You're down there in Clovis. I was not a Dodger fan <laughs> growing up. Um, I uh, you know in Fresno you know we we kind of rooted for both Bay Area teams. Yeah, well that's 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 the way I grew up too. I mean when the A's got here, I was 16 and we didn't have an American League team. I was so thrilled because in those days you didn't have uh, interleague play. You didn't you didn't have the DH. And uh, the A's were nothing when they came from Kansas City. And within five years, they went to the World Series and won it all. So uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Wow. Yeah, three years in a row. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, Chris, we don't want to keep you any longer. Really appreciate you being our guest today on Sports Econ 101. Well, thank you, guys. I really enjoyed it. All yeah, right. we'll look forward to meeting you during the season, Chris. You have a good one, man. Keep up the good work. Yeah, we'll see you down the road. All right, good guy. It was very nice of him to stay on this all this time. Yeah, yeah. Chris is, uh, you know, busy man as you can tell. He's out and about on his cell phone, like all of us. <laughs> I tell you, man. Sometimes I feel feel like I live on this thing. I was looking at it the other day. I'm going, how much you can do on a cell phone? I know. It's insane. I mean, what did we do b- before they uh, existed? Be- before they exist. And now my daughter tells me, oh, this is going to be an antique in ten years. So, Probably. You know, Probably will be. Yeah. yeah. You just have to think it now. Remember, yeah, like, yeah. what is it in? Uh, Iron Man, right, where he just kind of puts his hands out and he just expands it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like it's a little right three-dimensional front. platform. Just, yeah, yeah just out there. I can see there. that happening. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking they could do that with with a phone where they could, you know, you could kind of expand it mm. in your mind, you know, with your fingers and basically start typing on, yeah. in the air. Robert, Robert Downey Jr., cool. right, for Iron yeah. Man? A lot of yeah. uh, retina yeah, yeah. identification. There'll be a lot of that. Yeah. What's mm, go- by the way, scary. this is off the wall, but what's going on with Robert Downey Jr.? I haven't heard boo from this guy lately. He used to be mm-hmm. on Facebook all the time. I always, oh, right? I was a friend of his on Facebook. It was it was amusing to read his his um, posts because he had some interesting posts. Yeah, there was some thought that uh, that the Marvel franchise, either, either by his by his desire or whatever, they were he, he was going to like uh, like like move on from playing Tony Stark uh-huh. all the time because he felt he was he started to feel his age or whatever. But uh-huh. I, 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 I and, don't know. And Captain Marvel is a woman. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. I mean, yes. Yeah, my daughter's best friend. I was taking. There have this. actually been three. There have been two or three Captain Marvels in in, in right? his history. The, but they the, the, the very first one was a man. It was a man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but but in most recent years in the comic strip, this Captain Marvel was was a fighter pilot, hmm. like okay. th- like this particular. Okay. So you had role. Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, I mean, you get, you get some I of was, the females. I, you know, I, 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 I saw it last week. I was, was going to say, yeah. I took my, or my, I was giving my daughter and her friend a, a ride to school today and her friend was raving about it. She goes, oh, girl power, you know, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> 13 year old. She's really well, into that. Yeah. The, 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 the strong female leads have, yeah. have entered big time. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, the action film. Well, Wonder Woman was a good movie. Was this good? Yeah. It yeah, was, I thought it was. Enjoyment. I thought it was. Was was it the 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 greatest of, of the giants of the Marvel franchise? I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. It, it, it it was it, it it takes place in the '80s, and it takes place before 
Nick Fury became like the Agent Shield, oh, Nick Fury. Interesting. So so you see a young so you see a younger Samuel with hair, with both eyes. <laughs> oh and, that's uh, right. Yeah. And, and, well, my my favorite is still Jessica Alba. I love her. No. <laughs> the Invisible Woman. Right? Oh right right right. right, right. right. Okay. okay. Here we go. We're gonna get to our third uh, trivia question. I oh I should have kept Chris on for this one. Which A's pitcher in 1994 lost a perfect game and a no-hitter when umpire Gary Cedarstrom erroneously called Greg Gagne safe on an infield grounder? Mm. God, I should know that one, too. <gasps> 1994, that was the strike year. Yeah. That was kind yeah, of yeah, the forgotten was, year. Yeah, yeah exactly. 94? Yeah. 94, yeah. 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 I remember that year. That was the year I met my wife. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That was the year Matt Williams could have broken the record, too. Yeah, that Remember was the that? year. Yeah, was and then he was gone. He traded to the, uh, yep, the well, Arizona. not for a few more years. Okay. He traded to the Diamondbacks. All right, stay with the Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. 
One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Last trivia question, which A's pitcher in 1994 lost a perfect game and a no-hitter when umpire Gary Cedarstrom erroneously called Greg Gagne safe on an infield grounder? God, I should know that one. I know. I'm just drawing I'm a blank. Blanking. Oh, I'm man. Drawing, I'm drawing a blank. 1994 was a lost year. Yeah, you know? I know. That's true. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you the initials. B.W. Still don't have it. Bobby Witt. Bobby, Bobby Witt, Witt. Who, who was really more distinguished with the Texas Rangers. True. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The A's, had, the A's had a lot of pitchers. They've had Bartolo Colon. They've had... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and in those, yeah. In, in those days, yeah, the, the A's had a nice run of making the playoffs, and then I was working for Cron yeah. at the time, and we got the A's contract. So we, we, we had the A's games. The moment we got the A's... They sank like a yeah. stone. Yeah, ninety after ninety two, uh, the the Haas family decided they just were going to get out of the business, and Larusa hung around for three more years, but they they couldn't hold it together. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. being on uh, cover of Sports Illustrated. It's sort of a curse. As soon as Cron gets a oh, gets man, they just, uh, <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna, here's our uh, thoughts for the day. You can never make the same mistake twice because the second time you make it, it's not a mistake; it's a choice. Hmm. It's a trend. It's a trend. Mm. Yeah, or a trend. Not a good okay. trend either. And uh, be happy always because it's right. Don't allow others to steal your right to happiness. I like that. You like that one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Was, Sports Econ 101, we always try to uplift people here. Okay. You are an uplifting guy. Well, thank you very I much. I always feel, uh, both of you guys are, I always feel a little more uh, light in the in the shoes when I walk out the door. I don't feel a little like pep in the step. Pep in the step. Pep in the step. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing more sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll, we'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.